We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside producer Andy and Trevor Maitland. I'm Scott Ayers. Christian Dennis has just joined us. Decided to show up, huh? Yeah, I'm here, guys. <laughs> I like how, you know, we, we record every day and it's never a certain time. 4.45. When have we yeah. ever recorded at 4.45? 4.45. So we're starting 10 minutes late now? 4.45, man. You know the rules. You're close. You're yeah. close to another one. I didn't miss the show. Is this fake? Is this a real intro? No, we are rolling. Yeah, this the, the camera's rolling. Anyways, nice hoodie, man. Thanks. It's Nike. Yeah, just do it. You look good. Oh, you look good. You get your car wash. Yeah, good that's job. exactly what I was doing. Do you, you guys get, look at my location? Yeah, I we do, were tracking do, your location. I do have you on Find My Friends. I, I know that. Anyways, where'd you go? Quick, quack. Yeah. How was the experience? It was good. The guy tried to upcharge. They me. always try to upsell. He's like, "Hey, man, President's Day sale. We're um, we're running a President's Day sale. Let me guess. Uh, and uh, free wash for the first month. No, he was saying um, the ceramic, which is their highest um, package, yeah. was fifty percent off, which is better than their worst package. Yeah, um, regularly." And so he was like, yeah, so you want to do it? I was like, no, I just want the one wash. He's like, well, why, why, why don't you want to do it? And I said, you know what, man? I don't want another monthly subscription. Mm. Great answer. And That's he was like, answer. okay, I was just wondering in case I could, like, you know, get you to buy. I was like, no, dude, I don't dude, want this. there's no reason. There's no reason that a car wash salesman... Should be trying to upsell the way that they do at Quick Quack. They mm. he was trying really hard, and you know, bless his heart, he's probably like seventeen years old, mm -hmm. and so me being twenty six, I saw knew you I had in a the, Tesla. The upper hand. He saw you in a Tesla, and just he's like, I can get money from this guy. Yeah, this guy's got money, and little does he you know, I'm a penny pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> penny pinch, penny pinch. <laughs> yeah, no, I I had just had this mic. My story and my truth, my car had just been egged, so I had to personally go through and, like, get a wet, like, you have to do all these things to make sure the egg doesn't damage your car, so mm. I got most of it off, so I went to the car wash to get, like, the wind, because they got my windshields, too, and I'm like, hey, can I just, I need to get this cleaned off quick. He's like, yes, but we have a subscription plan. I'm like, I'm not paying a subscription. I need the egg off of my car. Right. It's, it's just, come on. Do your job. Dude, I, I hate big car wash. Yeah. <laughs> big, <laughs> big car wash and big big pharma and big corporations. They all stink. And big markets. And big markets. <gasps> oh, mm -hmm. Trevor, I like that. Well, I, this, was in a, this was a chaotic start to the show. Um, but we're all here. No one gets dinged. We're a family. We're a team. And we just finished the all-star break. Um, so let's do a quick recap. I watched about seven minutes of, of All-Star Basketball this weekend. I surprisingly watched way too much. Wow. Really? Yeah. I, I just found myself doing nothing. So I was like, sure, I'll turn on the celebrity game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, like the dude, worst thing to the watch. The worst thing to watch. <laughs> I watched probably five minutes. It was the Steph Sabrina three-point shootout. And then I, I just watched highlights just so I could be in yeah, the Yeah. Give me the spark notes. Yeah. All-Star Weekend sucks. Uh, basketball? It's not as bad as the NFL All-Star Weekend yeah. is is putrid. You are in a low place if you find yourself watching them play flag football. <laughs> yeah. I, I was getting ready to golf, and they had 
the NFL All Star Weekend on. Part of it is just two guys playing Madden. Wow. They just have a couple Whoa. of players playing <laughs> This is like a Madden tournament? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's so low. But the NBA feels like it's just kind of getting a little bit closer. It's close. The dunk contest stinks. When there is a good dunk contest, good dunk, they give it like a 45. Right. Yeah. 46. It's just, it's bad. I have a few suggestions on how to make the All-Star game. Yes. I have better. a few suggestions on the All-Star game itself, but... Did he, are we going to talk about dunk contests? Are we going to talk about all of them or just... I just, mean, do we need to? I, I, mean, I, I do like the St- Stephen A. Smith take that he's been spewing for years now is LeBron James ruined the dunk contest. Yeah. I love that take. I, I was actually thinking about this like last last year of LeBron. He just like throws his name into the dunk contest because I think he, he could win it. I still think he could win it at age. And then he'd be the oldest player ever to win the dunk yeah. contest. Wow. Add it to his resume. How does yeah. that affect LeBron's legacy? Honestly, it puts puts him above Steph, in my opinion. Whoa. That's, That's just funny that you have him below Steph to begin with, but... Why not? Steph has won multiple three-point contests. What contests have LeBron won? Mm. Mm. He's mm. won the play-in. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. Wait. The in-season tournament. In-season yeah. tournament. Yeah. And that's what I meant. The end season yeah, I was like, wait, he's won the play. He, he has won the play. He um, did beat Steph. He beat Steph in the play. Yeah. So what were you, what were your suggestions? All right, I got some wild suggestions. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's fix all-star weekend. Adam Silver. Listen, first up, everybody wants it. Everyone talks about it on Twitter. Let's do a one V one matchup. Yeah. Whoa. Who's the best one-on-one player in the NBA? We got to know. Yeah. The way the NBA is going, we know the three-point champions. Yep. You know, that's something that's, like, clear and defined. So let's see who's the best one-on-one player. Right. I have a question. Do we think... Now, this is where pride comes into play. And this might surprise us, but I feel like some of these NBA guys, they struggle with their pride. (laughs) Do you think with some of the pride and egos of these players, they'd be willing to put it on the line in a one-on-one tournament? I mean, yeah. I think so. I think I like so. That. I think they would just like want to be known as the one-on-one player. Yeah, think about the clout and just how much smack you can, you know, use that. You'd be right. Like, you can't guard me. Like, right. how empowering is that when you're playing someone and they literally can't guard you? And you yeah. tell them, you can't guard me. Like, you're on top of the world. Yeah. That is probably one of the best feelings ever. Yeah, dude. I, I want to see that. Imagine Kyrie. Just cooking up, slicing up some dudes. That'd be amazing. Okay, I have. A, I want to add something. Mm-hmm. So you have these players, but then let's say the NBA, you pay for this package as a fan. Let's say it's a $3,000 package. Part of that package, you also get to play in the one-on-one contest. Wait, what? It would have to be way more expensive than that. It can't be 3K. Okay, I'm just throwing out a number. It can be 10K for all I can. No, it would have but, to be a big package. But, but. but what can we do? Because we all want to see. Maybe one lucky fan. 10 lucky fans. Meet That's me in the lot. middle. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, okay. Some of it doesn't have to be televised. One, one thing, though, is that all these players in the one-on-one tournament, I want them all to be all-stars. Yeah, I don't want Mac McClung. You don't want Obi? No, I don't want oh, Obi okay. Toppin thinking that he's the man when yeah. he's not. Well, what about like I, I don't know about that because you get you got guys like Malik Monk who would be so fun in a one on one. 
or like some shifty guards that are like six man Emmanuel quickly. That's fair. That's like I want to see those guys in it. Who's the best one on one player? Okay, to be fair, it should be majority should be all star then. Maybe maybe a kind of similar how like a three point contest is. Sure. Yeah, got, I would say like, I would say you that. got like the big names like Dame, and then you know you got yeah. Steph, Trey, all those guys that participate. I think that would be a no brainer dub for the NBA. Take out the freaking skills contest. Dude, no, no one dude. cares. No one cares about the skills competition. Dude, Anthony Edwards literally shot left handed. That's he, how much he cares. The yeah, side of the backboard. Scotty Barnes looked like yeah. he was just under the influence, dribbling off his feet. I saw a tweet. He looks like he runs in high heels. <laughs> <laughs> like that's perfect. Yeah. He does. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I, I have a fix for the NBA all-star game. Really? Cause yeah. I, I also have one. Yeah. Well, all right. We're going to propose two uh, fixes. Scott will choose the one. Okay. The goal okay. of this is to basically improve the all-star game competition. Sell me this pen. Okay. I'll, I get 30 seconds. Christian will get 30 seconds. All right. You go first. My, for, my suggestion is uh, the conference winner so East versus West gets home court advantage in the NBA Finals. That is my suggestion. You will have teams that are, you know, uh, most of the guys that are on the All-Star team are, are on winning teams. They want home court advantage. Why are you laughing? And the All-Star are in the NBA Finals. They're going to actually put effort forth because it matters. The head coach is the coach of the number one seed. So if you have players that maybe aren't putting an effort because they play for like the Hornets or whatever, the coach will notice that and be like, I want my team to have home court advantage. You're not going to get many minutes if you're not trying. So then he's going to put the guys in who are going to try. I like that. I think that that would uh, actually add incentive to the game. Interesting. Interesting. I like that as well. Um, Mine is almost in a way a completely opposite take. All right. Mm. So I, I work in marketing, right? And what's what sells in marketing? Sex. Sex sells. Exactly. That's why we're going shirts for skins. Whoa. <laughs> the most attractive all-stars get to be on the skins team. Yeah. And the least attractive get to be on the shirts team. So if you want to be known as one of the more attractive all-stars, you want to get on that, that skins team. Yeah. And so that's, that's my proposition is shirts for skins. All right, Scott, tough decision. <laughs> this, this is actually really tough. West versus East, the practicality. Oh, Andy. Um, I, I, no, okay. So I just want to say, like, okay, Trevor's was really good, right? And I like the idea because it adds competition, right, where there mm-hmm. is no competition. Right. But also imagine Jokic running around with his little belly. <laughs> he would be. There's no way he'd be on that team. Every, everyone has got it, is wondering, does – is Jokic like have a six pack? Like, what yeah. does he look like shirtless? But Jokic wouldn't make it to that team. We don't know. I mean, it depends. Who, d- on who decides? Who are who's the other big men? Y- wait, we voted. Davis? It's voted on amongst players. Players vote on who's the most attractive. Who's the most handsome? Yeah, okay. handsome. Trapped. You think they would potentially <laughs> vote Jokic? <laughs> well, see, this this quiz would be um, taken in the off season when they do the unanim- unanimous uh, player quiz. Yeah. You know, they ask, like, who's most overrated? Who's the best player in the league? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Who's the most so then who, Who's the most attractive? So then they would rank all the players mm-hmm. based on these um, yeah. results. And then when it comes to All-Star, they'd be like, oh, Jokic got, like, 300 votes that people think he's attractive. So let's put him on the skins team. Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. <sighs> 
I gotta go shirts for skin. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Stupid. It's too practical, not or yours is so practical and it makes so much sense. But just the idea of Adam Silver <laughs> pushing that through is so perfect. Well, the, so the reason why this came to my head as an idea is SGA because Skims commercial. Yes, the NBA and Skims have like kind of collabed. So it's like let's collabed. Just, let's just take it one step further. Let's have an actual game. Let's and get skins. back to the let's, roots of basketball. And that's shirts for skins. Yes, that's good. Bang. We're going back to the playground right there. Gosh, I do like that a lot. That's good. Uh, I have seen the the play for... for um, home court. Home court, which is actually not a bad idea. Baseball does that. Yeah. In baseball, by a country mile is the best all-star game experience because every at-bat matters, and there are guys who get one at-bat in a game. I just want to watch the best players in the, in the NBA play together and, like, actually try. Like, how cool would that be if that the, the Western Conference starting five, we got to see Luka, Jokic playing together, trying, like, Kevin Durant, all these guys trying to win together. Yeah. They don't care right now, yeah. so we don't get to see that. Would you guys be interested in, like, a, um, like a horse challenge? Nah. I think the idea, I'd be like, oh, this is going to be cool. Wouldn't watch a second of it. I like the idea of one-on-one. I think the dunk contest and three-point contest are amazing. Uh, They're great, but you just need to fix them. Okay, I have an idea for the dunk contest. Rather than getting people like Dwayne Wade or Kenny Smith, that's where fans can be judges. Mm. They get vetted, so we know they're not going to just pick their guy. Yeah. But sometimes, like, you remember Dwayne Wade when he gave... It was Aaron Gordon. Yeah. yeah. He shafted Aaron Gordon. Yeah. You know, what if it was, like, four diehard NBA fans? Right. From, like, a, personalities that we know. Like, ex- Worldwide Wobe. Yes, exactly. Or mm. Kenny Beecham. Yeah. Like, imagine if we got them... Now, now you're connecting yep. fans with people that they watch online. Right. Know? Yeah, that's actually a really and, good. And idea. those people like they create content, so they mm-hmm. know what would go viral and what's good. So it's like, right. you know, Jacob Toppin saying that he's wearing his brother's shoes that he wore when he won the dunk contest. Like, no one gives a rip about that. So they're probably gonna like rank him low because it was like, yeah, dude, your showmanship sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that could be enjoyable. Not that like Dwayne Wade and Kenny. We just we get enough of them. Like let's let's keep it fresh. Let's make it enjoyable. But we should we should do the. the I was voting. I was actually gonna reference. What if Small Ball got to judge the Hello. contest? Hello. We I got, would rank them so hard. I would too. Actually, I'd be a fifty guy. Like if you get a fifty, out of okay. 50 so like, guy. what about what about like Jalen Brown's dunk where he like dunked it and then he like landed and then he like put his <laughs> <laughs> then he put his head into his his arm. Would you get that a fifty? Dabbing alone gives gets a fifty. Out I'd of give me. that a twenty. <laughs> yeah, That's like awesome. how funny would it be if we're judging dunks and we're giving it like fifteens. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would just like want to explain myself. That's all I've done. <laughs> they give you a microphone, Christian. What? Why did you give this dunk a seven? Well, he landed and then he dabbed. Like that wasn't very cool. I do that on my seven foot boot at yeah. home. What's hilarious is I think it was that dunk that he dunked over Kai Sinat, who's like five three. Yes. And Kai was sitting down. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's a normal dunk. And you know? that dude was so hyped. Yeah. 
to be there, to be on the court. He's like, let's go. And like screaming at his phone because he's, he's probably funny. live streaming it. He's goober. He's I a like goober. I him a little bit. And it was just like, it was I, just too much. I like that. You like? I like so, him a little bit? Yeah. Most people say, I like him a lot or I like that guy a lot. I like him a little bit. A little bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. I like, I'm trying to compliment him. I yeah, like yeah. him. Yeah, I don't love him. To, no, no, no. But I'm coming around on him. Yeah. I like him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I liked how much he cared about the celeb game. Yes. He did. Anyways. It reminded me of Kevin Hart. Yeah. Celeb game Kevin Hart is the only time I've had interest in the celebrity game. Yeah. I think they should I just agree. get rid of the celebrity game. Or just play it without a camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like this Fair. year how they had NFL stars, and it was like, oh, these guys are hoopers. Like, yeah, guys when, are throwing down. When you get, like, the athletes in it, it's so I, like... I, I enjoy this a lot. Like, because one of the high jumpers is in it, and he's, like... He was dunking. bang out. He was it's like He's doing what? No, that was sick. Or, like... Uh, Micah Parsons was banging out. They had... Puka, uh, Puka was banging out. What are they doing? They're dunking. Oh, okay. They also had uh, T-Jazz. Tristan Jass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's a basketball YouTube content. basketball... Like, that's is, cool. Like, is he yeah. banging like, it out? No, uh, he's actually no, really he's short. short. Oh, okay. Jelly. Yeah, he's, he's gelling it out. Yeah. Should we do the draft? Oh. We've done this before. Yes. Redrafting. So a lot of, lot of young talent in the uh, Rising Stars game. You know, the Rising Stars is a classic, and it's one that most leagues do. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a way too early redraft of the 2023 NBA draft class. And will it be similar to the last one where we just we all collectively agree? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we'll do the we'll just redraft the top five. Top five. So Benedict Matherin was kind of the guy who stole the show. Um, he's a second year guy. Yeah. But I'm trying to just remember what what really went down. I mean, Pods was throwing lobs to Wemby. Um, Jeremy Sohan sure. almost um, made Wemby dislocate his shoulder. That's right. Blocking his full court heave. Uh, I, wait, we're redrafting the 2023 NBA draft? Yeah, way too early redraft. Okay. The 2023 draft class. Well, okay. you, did you well, you we said looking? Benedict Mathurin, and I got really thrown off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about the Rising Stars game. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a quick jump. Yep. Quick he, jump. He was just I went all over the place. He I'm was just banging, banging it out. out. Yeah, classic Trev. Yeah. All right, let's bang this top five out, all right? Yeah, let's go. I think number one, you go Victor Wembanyama. You yeah. have to agree. Yeah, I would have to agree. <laughs> you want to say that one, Trev? Um, what? <laughs> Wait, did what? I not say it good enough? He said it great. Okay, yeah. Number one, Victor <laughs> Wembanyama. I'm confused. I'm sorry. I'm just too focused on banging this one out. This guy. All right. I I honestly think that Brandon Miller. Yeah. At two, stays at two. Yeah, I, I mean. And it's funny because when he was drafted there. Small ball, along with a lot of other people, said Scoot was there. Should have gone Scoot. Should have gone Scoot. Should have taken best available. I think Brandon Miller might have been best available. I completely agree. You guys agree? Yeah. We I were, agree. We were, I, hand up, was definitely wrong. But I, do, I still do think that Scoot could, could be, be great. Good. Could be good. So next we have Scoot Henderson, Eamon Thompson, Asar Thompson. Um, those were the next guys picked. But I think we need to start considering... Some of the risers in the draft. So, like a guy that went to Utah, Keontae George, Jaime Hawkes picked Derek at 18. Lively. Derek Lively. Where was he picked? 11? 12. Yeah. 12. Did you guys hear uh, Pau Gasol say Jaime Hawkes? 
No, what'd he say? He said Jamie Jacquees. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. We shouldn't That's how video. we did that for the video. We should we shouldn't even say it. We should go at number three and then cut to, cut pa- to pal. Jamie Jacquees. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he should be number three, but I honestly, I mean Bro. Yeah, let's let's put him at at number three. At number three, Jaime Hawkes Jr. But we'll put Pau Gasol over that. I like that. Yeah. All right, so at four, I mean, I'm considering Pods. I'm considering Lively. Obviously, Scoot. Hey. Both Thompson we twins. We haven't even talked about Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore, who's been coming on really nicely for Houston. Yeah. I, I don't think the Thompson twins are in the top five. I don't think either of them make the top five. I don't think so either. Really, in a redraft, you don't think that if you're a team sitting at four or five, you'd rather have these guys hey, over it's the, the way too early redraft, man. I'm, early. I'm looking at what they've done in the first half of the season, and but you also got to consider the potential that's there. It's both. It's both. I, but I hear what you're saying. So you, you got the next pick, Christian. I'll ride with you. Whatever you decide. Really, you're gonna ride with me? Unless it's Cam. Unless you. it's Cam Whitmore, then I'm out. Um, I think with. The fourth pick of the 2023 NBA draft. Brandon? I might go Keontae George. I like that. Wow. He is a bucket. And if he's on on fire, you can't stop him. His shooting ability is amazing. And I think that what he can be for the Jazz is going to be something to watch for the next couple of years. I think him, Sexton, and... Lowry are like a little kind of core three offensively that I think they're going to like really ride on. I like, I I can get behind Keontae George being at number four. Yeah, I told you I would. All right. Number five then. Last pick. We got the Thompson twins, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Pajemski, Derek Lively. Man, potential wise, I still think Scoot needs to be top five. I still like Scoot. Man, I like Asar Thompson. I like Asar Thompson a lot. Mm. Uh, defensively, he's yeah, he's a beast. That's why I like him. Which which one would give us the most clickbait? <laughs> Who'd give us clickbait? Who'd give us clickbait? Uh, please, Scoot please. Henderson falling out of the top five would get people would like I feel, or hate. I think. Should we should we do like a, a video and then the the thumbnail is like Scoot and then like. Um, a circle over him with an X out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Scoot is a bust. Scoot is bust. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot is busting one out. Uh, I think we go. I, I think we go. I, I want to say Asar. That's what I would say. Asar Thompson. But but it's it's a this is a group decision. Christian? I vote Asar. If it's between Asar and Scoot. I like Scoot. Okay. Deciding factor. Say it. With the p- fifth pick. With the fifth pick. Who, who, who drafted at five? With the fifth pick, the Detroit Pistons take Scoot Henderson. Wow. I, I like Scoot just a little bit more. Okay. I that, That's one that we could look back on, and that could be a fumble. Yeah, I think Scoot is going to be a player that – He's, he just needs more time to develop. It's hard to come into the league and be an elite guard. Mm. And, you know, and that's kind For of sure. what everyone's expectations of him were, you know. And, and he's a smaller guard, too. Like, he's, like, what, six foot, six one. Like, he, it's not like he's, like, LaMelo, where he's, yeah. like, coming in Giant. at 6'7". I feel like part of the reason I don't believe in him has to do with it. 
He's just wearing goggles. And to me, that just like dude. That takes him a notch down. Dude, I <laughs> love nothing, the goggles. Nothing against goggle guys. Hey, hey Kareem Abdul-Jabbar wore goggles. Uh, yeah, that's true. Facts. So, Bang. I mean, who else? Uh, Horace Grant. Bang. <laughs> it's because of the age of contacts. It, yeah. it takes away from the, the beauty of goggles. Yeah. Is there a reason why he wears goggles? Did he just like get scratched in the eye or something and said, you know what, I'm going to wear goggles? Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to think it's more of a Jameis thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs LASIK. Yes. <laughs> just like in uh, kicking and screaming. Uh, that's the kind of lore I want it to yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, NBA news Jacques Vaughn. Yeah. See Jacques ya. Gone. Got the can. Ooh. Jacques Gone. Bye bye. Bang. Yeah, I heard that on another podcast. Oh. I can't I can't take credit for it. They are Jacques, what about this? They, I bet they haven't heard this before. Jacques Sia. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Head Probably coach not. of the Brooklyn Nets, 21 and 33, 11th in the standings. Didn't they just, just re sign him last year or gave they, him an extension? They gave him an, an extension. So kudos for him for, you know, securing a bag and then just gets to go hang out at home. Dude. They they have been so underwhelming this season. That organization is stupid. I yeah, think what they, they, they need is they need to hire a coach that can come in and build a culture. I mean, yeah. we've seen like what Mike Brown has done with in Sacramento is like they they built a, a culture that is like, you know, it means something. It's not just like a coach who's just like, you know, just has a job who's just trying to get by. Like, you know, Mike Brown came in. He like he wants to win. The Sacramento wants to win. They want to build a, a culture that people want to be a part of. Look at what Cleveland's done. They have a, a culture of defense. Mm-hmm. We are a defensive team. This is our identity. They have the best, arguably, on-ball defender, Mikael Bridges, and off-ball. I mean, that dude is just one of the best defenders, period, in the NBA. One of the best rim defenders, Nicholas Claxton. So, to me, why are you laughing? <laughs> Why did you say his full name <laughs> like that? I've never heard anyone Saint, call him Nicholas Claxton. Saint Nicholas Claxton. Nicholas Claxton. That's his full name, bro. Google it. Just, I'm sure it is, but who has ever called him Nicholas? <laughs> Nick Claxton. Nick, oh, dude, we've got, got Saint Clax. Nick. Wait, Saint Nicholas Claxton. He's coming to town. Nick. Nick Claxton. <laughs> Nicholas. Nicholas Claus. So we have uh, Claxton. They have Claxton. Build an identity around those guys. I feel like I, they didn't really do that. They also have Ben Simmons, great defender. Legend. Who Scott loves. I and love Christian. Ben Christian I love Ben Simmons. Here's the thing. To build a good culture, you also need to have great pieces in play. You mentioned Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, Malik Monk. They draft Keegan Murray. All really fun pieces, two of those being great. Mikhail Bridges is a very, very, he's a great defender. He's a good basketball player. They don't have anyone that is great. Mm-hmm. And they have no direction. They don't make any trades at the deadline. They now fire their head coach at the dumbest time. What are you going to build? You're going to hire an interim head coach to finish the year off so you can miss the playoffs? Like, I just don't get it. I, it, it, none of it really makes sense to me. They are a wonderless, directionless basketball organization that has lived in mediocrity and will continue to do that. 
I'm depressed. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, I'm not even a Nets fan and I'm sad. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, bars. Went in. I went in. I think the hope is for the Nets is that, you know, they, they want to get a coach in mm-hmm. right now so that they don't have to worry about that in the summer. Um, so that, you know, because no one, I mean, I don't know how many players are, you know, itching to get to Brooklyn right now. But if there's, you know, don't have a coach in the summertime, then it's like, it's less likely for them to get players to come yeah. to Brooklyn. So. Well, Kevin Ollie, he gets his first gig as an NBA coach. He was announced as the interim for, I think, the rest of the season. It'd be It's rare for a team to hire an interim and then hire another guy. Um, so that would be three head coaches in one season. Super rare. So I bet you Kevin well, Ollie. The Bucs did it. The Bucs did it. Yeah. Wow, Kevin Ollie. Yeah, they Kevin named Ollie. Kevin Ollie. Which is cool. I mean, he won a national championship at UConn. He, yeah. With, he was given, like, an insane roster. Mm-hmm. And then don't look at what UConn did after that roster because it wasn't very good. Yeah. And then he got fired. But yeah. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Like, th- that's great. And now he's given an awesome roster in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> they can just nah, – I'm not going to say it. <laughs> see what happens. Did you guys see that um, – Isaiah Stewart got charged with um, attacking Drew Eubanks. No shot? Yeah. Criminal charge. Yeah, criminal charge. What? Yeah, he got charged with the assault. He has a court date, uh, February 23rd, misdemeanor assault for uh, misdemeanor assault charge following the altercation with Drew Eubanks. Wow. Well, I need to watch this video. Yeah, and it's funny is kind of going back to, you know, Trevor's um, Reddit posts. There was a Pistons Reddit post that suggested we should just start punching people. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I didn't, I didn't get to fully read the, the Reddit post, but I just thought it was funny how, like, the main title was like, just start punching people. Yeah. And then, like, a couple of weeks later, it's like, here's Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> Punching before. What's it was like in the tunnel, it wasn't was it? In the tunnel oh, it was before in the, the tunnel, game. so there's no there's no video. Yeah. But Isaiah Stewart, you know, was it last year when he like charged went after LeBron? Yeah, he went after LeBron. Yeah. Now he has this. <sighs> tough, dude. Tough. It is tough. Jalen Dern's stock rises. Someone benefits. Yeah. More <laughs> Too playing bad. time. And James Wiseman. True. <laughs> yeah. His stock is so up. Yeah. I need to stop. <laughs> I just, I keep wanting to say a phrase, but I'm not doing it. That's called having strong willpower. I like that, Proud Scott. You, man. Yeah. Hey, final thing, Trev. Mm-hmm. Trev, Trev's been seeing a lady these days, and we accuse, she listens to small ball. She does. Yeah, so we can come clean. Katie, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. You listen to some shows. I think that it may be like the first five minutes of certain shows. She won't get to this point. I don't point. think she'll get to this she point. She won't but, get to this point. We should have just, a secret word for her to say. Yeah, what's that oh. secret word? There's no way she's going to say this. Um, How about she She calls me Pookie Bear? Oh. <laughs> if we get a t- if, if Trevor gets a text that says, Goodnight, Pookie Bear, <laughs> then we know <laughs> she listens to the show. I'll let you guys know. Oh. There's no way. That will be an all-time snowball All right, well, I guess that's an episode, guys. For our great producer, Andy. 
Christian Dennis, who was here on time. Trevor Maitland. I'm Scott Harris. We say so long for now. We will see you next week. You guys want to go bang out or something?